Well, guys, I'm back. And today, we've got a show for you. I'm your host, Zach, and this is Zach's Fact Show. And guys, I am so glad to be back. I don't know if you can tell in my voice or not. I know I can hear it. I have been sick. That is why I missed the Tuesday show. I'm so sorry for that. I know that a lot of you are like, where's the show? It's okay. We're back now. I have. I am recovering. I am no longer contagious. But, you know, sometimes when you're getting over sicknesses, it just takes a minute. But I didn't want to delay any longer than I had to. I wanted to get back to you guys. So, as usual, before we get going, remember to share this podcast with your friends. Remember, ZachsFactShack.com is the best place for people to go and find our podcast. They can follow links to their favorite players from there. And don't forget that that's where you can also reach out to me with comments, questions, concerns, ideas, whatever. Let me know. That's where you can reach me. Now, without further ado, let's get into our show. So, again, like I said, I have been sick. So, I have been trying to keep up with what's going on. But sometimes when you're sick, you are sick. And that's just the end of that. And you are just absolutely exhausted. So, that's kind of where we are in this. So there's going to be a little bit less going on today than normal. I am sorry for that. I don't mean that to be the case. I don't want you to feel like I'm cheating you or anything, but we'll get back to normal and to just the full out go once, once I'm fully healed, once I'm fully back to normal, which hopefully is next week. I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to be like this for too much longer. At least I, you know, fingers crossed, toes crossed, legs crossed, you know, cross-eyed. I'm hoping and praying. Um, but we'll get back to that. So I wanted to cover a couple of things that had caught my attention when I started to arise from the midst of this evil infection uh, known as COVID. So what I ended up finding is a couple of things. Most of these are going to be videos that we're going to commentate on and that we're going to, we're going to go back and forth with. But there's going to be three stories that I'm, that I'm following right now, but let's start with this first one. And it, it's again, it's on the whole idea of pronouns. You know, Matt Walsh has said that you can't pick your own pronouns, just like you can't pick your own adjectives, right? You know, I can't tell you that I am the bravest. That's, that's how you must uh, 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 refer to me whenever you're talking about like, that. That makes no sense, right? That's not necessarily the truth. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But I can't. I can't de- demand you say that, right? That makes no sense. Can you demand that I call you a certain name? Sure. But you can't demand what I talk about you, right? That that, that doesn't make any sense. You know, if you're if you're a guy. And you want to be called a girl's name, so be it. Do I do I think that that's smart? No. Do I think that it's the best thing or the most uh, conformed to reality? No, I don't. But I mean, I'll probably call you that. You know, I'll, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a whole lot of waves. But you don't get to tell me how I refer to you. You, you you don't. Now, polite society would say that, hey, we should be kind to people and we should be understanding and that we should be welcoming to people. And I agree with all those statements. I agree with that. that that's what you should be. But what I also agree, agree with is that 
you have the freedom of speech. You have the freedom to say what you want. That means you cannot demand of others that they say certain things. So the idea that you can declare your pronouns to be he, she, or, or he, him, or she, her, or Z, Zir, or Zim, Zubaloo, I don't know. There's so many of them. And it's, I, I, look, I understand that people want to live a life with no discomfort, with no pain whatsoever. It's not going to happen, guys. It's not going to happen. In this life, you're going to have to struggle in a lot of cases. You just are. So why don't we stop pretending like there's this big mystery of that there's this big mystery on why we're doing, why people are doing this, right? We are not, I am not required to call you by, to, to speak about you in any way. I'm not. You cannot force me. I'm not going to listen. Now, if you're nice and you come to me politely, possibly. We'll, we'll see, right? It's going to be on a case-by-case basis. But here's the thing. I don't believe that the, the most loving thing to do is to it reinforce your mental health problems. I don't think that's good. Think, think of it this way. If a incredibly skinny anorexic girl tells me that she's fat and that she wants me to tell her she's fat. Well, one, she's starving to death. I can see the bones in her skin, through her skin. That's not healthy. It's just not. And it's not the most loving thing in the world to tell her and to reinforce her idea that she's overweight so that she starves herself even further. That's not loving. And anybody who says that it is, is an idiot. I'm sorry, they are. There comes a time in your life that being nice is the most hateful thing you can do. So I've often defined, I don't know if these are the genuine definitions, but I've often defined these two words, nice and kind, differently. I think that they are two different words that are used very synonymously with each other, but they don't fit that way. And that's this. Nice, a nice person will tell you what you want to hear, no matter the consequences to you. A kind person will tell you what you need to hear, no matter the consequences to them. I'm very specific in what I'm saying. A nice person will tell you what you want to hear, no matter the cost to you. No matter how detrimental it is to you, they will tell you what you want to hear because they do not care. Not truly. They care about feeling good. And if they think that saying this will make you feel good, then they get to feel good and then everybody's happy. Except you're harmed 
a kind person tells you the truth in the most loving and gentle tone possible, but they still tell you the truth no matter how much you hate them for it. So I want you to think of me as a kind person. That's what I want to be known as. When I die, I want there to be on my plate, on my gravestone, that he was a loving and kind person. And if you have to put the definition in there, fine. But I want people to understand that when I, when I tell them, I tell them what I believe to be true and right, and I tell them in the most loving way that I can because that's truly caring for someone. So if you're going to sit here and play into the mental health disorders of these kids, of these adults who think that they are an op- the opposite gender, you do not love them. You don't. Because if you did, you would tell them the truth. You would help them get through it. You wouldn't help them to lie to themselves about reality. You wouldn't help them lie to themselves and mutilate their bodies. You wouldn't. Now, I know I've been on a soapbox, but I want to get to this video from a teacher on TikTok that was making its rounds this week. Because we have become so idiotic with the idea of declare your own truth, declare your own pronouns, it seems like it may have come back to bite this teacher. And I want you, I want you to listen. I want you to listen to this. It's, just, it's, a, it's a minute long uh, clip, but I just want you to listen to what she says. Okay, TikTok, I really need your help here on this one. I'm a teacher. I teach fifth and sixth grade. And uh, this morning, I don't know, somehow um, the concept of pronouns came up. Um, and one of my students said, well, Miss O'Dell, did you even ask me my pronouns? And I was like, whoa, I hadn't actually asked him his pronouns. And I had called him a him. And I, I said, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I haven't actually called you. I mean, asked you what your pronouns are. And... Um, what are they? And he said, I'm sorry, banana said, banana and rock. And I was like, dude, no, like, don't mess around. I was, I was actually really upset because I thought he was making fun of it. And in fact, I'm still pretty sure he was making fun of it. And, uh, but they all agreed, no, like, you can choose anything. Banana, rock, if you want banana and rock to be a pronoun, banana and rock's a pronoun. Is it? TikTok, tell me. Is- I mean, I think they got her. I think they got her over a barrel there because the reality is the rules that we have set up for this are that there are no rules. That's what we've set up. We've said that language and the definitions of language no longer matter. It's up for up for grabs. Whatever you want. Because we are such a you or me centric society that we have decided that what we want for ourselves, that is the most important thing. And if you stand in the way of what I want for me, then you're evil. I've, I've heard the outcome of that story before. I've heard that, that the, the outcome of that story before. 
and it damned all of creation for the rest of time. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Original sin, Adam and Eve, where Eve was lied to by the serpent and convinced that she would be like a god, that it was for her best, and that and it was that God was really trying to hold her back. And because of that, that she she had to eat this fruit, and that that was going to make her more like a god, and that that was going to be for her best. And she gave it to Adam, and Adam ate as well, and guess what? We're all in trouble. We've all suffered since then. The story same song, different instrument, you know, different verse. Is that how it goes? Same song, different verse, right? It, we're repeating that same history. We're sitting here and we're saying that me, me is important. You is not, me is. And we think that this is going to create a healthy, prosperous society. Any society built on me first is built on quaking sand. It's not going to end well for anybody in that society because eventually everyone's me will be more important than everyone else. And you will no longer work with each other for a better society at all. Because let's think the infighting that's already beginning among the LGBTQ plus IA 1257 2- dot dot 64 dash nine whatever it is that community is already at odds with its own self i mean think about it lesbian and gay the l and the g in the front of the alphabetical soup they mean that you are attracted to the same sex okay so that means that there has to be some definitive term of what that sex is. Lesbian generally means that two women are attracted to each other. Gay generally means that two men are attracted to each other. So that means that there has to be a definition of man and woman. Well, transgenderism says that there's not. It's whatever you feel like. So in reality, a monogamous heterosexual marriage could actually be monogamous lesbian marriage and have never changed the two people in it. Not even one bit. Just on how they determined they were that day. Now, I don't know about you, but I like the definition of words. I love to learn where words came from, the etymology of them. It fascinates me the idea of of language that it, it it always has fascinated me i don't have the the uh intellect, intellectual rigor to be able to study linguistics and understand them but it's always fascinating me the little tidbits that i get uh, i love that data that information and it's taught me to respect that words have to be defined and they have to keep that definition or there's no ability to communicate. Now, people will say, ah, oh, but words don't mean what they used to mean anymore. The words change all the time. And you're correct, they do. 
the word gay, for instance, used to mean happy, joyous, free. That's what it meant. Now, that's not what it means. That's not what it means at all. The meaning definitely did change. People co-opted the word to mean something else, and that's fine. We can do that. But the thing is, we're not allowed to do that. If we were going to change the definition, fine. Let's change it all together and stop with this hodgepodge. The idea, uh, with, you know, Matt Walsh made a documentary about it. It's, it really is. If you, if you get the chance to watch it, you should. It really is actually entertaining. But it's the whole idea of what is a woman. We're not able to define it anymore because they, they simply say a woman is anyone who says they're a woman. Okay, so a blank is whoever says they are a blank. What? That makes no sense. It, that is a purely circular definition. It can't stand on its own legs. And yet that's what we're, that's what we're led to believe is the only definition that's allowed. And it and it's it can't be the the collective IQ of my entire audience just dropped a hundred points trying to figure out what that was and what what this circular reasoning could mean. If if a word can define itself, it has no definition because you cannot define the thing without explaining the thing. It's not possible. But yet we're expected to sit here and, 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 and believe that and to, to accept that as reality. Now back to this teacher. I love that she, she stumbles. She says, I didn't, I didn't ask him his pronouns. I mean, bananas pronouns. Like, What? So she's she's here. She's telling us that she absolutely did not ask the the pronouns of this kid. Who uh, I don't know if this kid was mocking her or not. I I kind I kind of wish that he was because that would actually be quite entertaining. Um, but I don't know that it, it genuinely could just be real. For all I know, I I don't know one way or the other. But I the insanity of the reality that we are trying to make for ourselves is just, it's beyond the pale. It makes no sense. And yet here we sit, here we stay trying to figure this out. And it just, how, how can we be expected? How can we be expected to live through this and come out the other side with any kind of intelligence at all? any kind of intelligence. I, I don't see that happening. I think that unless we take back the ability to define words and actually have them defined and start, you know, just fluid, fluidly changing them until we can come back to that point. I don't see a whole heck of a lot of hope for our society can sustaining itself much longer. I, I just don't, I, maybe I'm a doom and gloom kind of person, but Seriously, I I just don't see that being ending well. I just don't. Now the next story. Um, this one actually cracked me up when I saw it. Now this this was actually from uh, 
last week. It was it, 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 it actually the bro- story broke after I recorded last Friday's episode, but I have so I was going to use it on Tuesday. Obviously, I was sick, so I couldn't do it. So it's it's been moved to here, and that is simply this statement by NBC News: Biden administration to fill border wall gaps near Yuma, Arizona. Now. I need you to understand what that means. There are people on two sides of this argument. There are people who say the border wall will help will help stop the illegal immigration, the illegal trafficking of humans, the illegal slave trade, the illegal drug trade. That's what they say that this wall will help stop. Then there are those on the other side of this argument that say Walls are racist. Walls are ineffective. Walls are a waste of money. Walls are uh, environmentally uh, unfriendly. These these are the arguments against and for the wall. Now, if you were if you weren't living under a rock during President Trump's um, tenure in office, you would understand that his big thing was building the border wall. And he did get a lot of border wall built, but that was ended pretty quickly once he left office. In fact, Biden swore there would be no new foot of wall built in his administration. So I have to ask, why is, was he lying then or now? Now, I'm not trying to be overly hard on Biden. Uh, I personally think the wall is helpful um, for the protection of those who are trying to get into the country illegally. If we can, if we can make it not so easy to get in, maybe, just maybe, we would slow the uh, uh, the ability of the cartels to traffic humans so easily across our border. Uh, maybe that would help. I don't know that. I'm not. I'm not. You know, this genius on. Uh, geopolitics, but it makes sense to me. If there's a fence in the way, it certainly slows people down. Um, It may be at least long enough for the Border Patrol to uh, find them and apprehend them. Um, There's at least that, that, you know, at least makes it, maybe they get into the country, but at least we know who they are when they get in. Maybe that's what we, what we end up dealing with. I, I don't know. But what I do know is that Biden said that there would not be one new foot of border wall built in his administration. But here's the thing, and people will say, well, this is this is just repairing wall. It's it's not. What it is is there are four gaps near Yuma, Arizona that he's wanting to fill with border wall. The border wall has never been in those four gaps, ever. It's not that, hey, the border wall was there and it fell apart. It's never been there, ever. So this is all entirely new wall. From the ground up is a new wall. In fact, this is such an obvious thing that Peter Ducey, a Fox News uh, correspondent for the White House, actually went after um, the press secretary for the Biden administration and I have the audio of this clip. I, I need you to listen to this because it's just, it's unfathomable listening to her try to explain away 
what they're doing. So go ahead and listen to this. Why is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona? So um, we are not uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, we are cleaning up the mess the prior administration uh, left behind in their in their failed attempt uh, to build a wall. And I just want to be very very clear here. On day one, uh, we returned the money, uh, the eight billion dollars the prior administration took from our military. We gave that back. Uh, to the military, for military families, for schools, for bases. Uh, that's what that money was being used. That's what it was taken away from. And so, again, what we're doing is cleaning up the mess that the prior administration has done. But President Biden, when he was a candidate, said, there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. Yeah. So what changed? We are not finishing the wall. If walls work in that part of Arizona, is this the administration trying to get migrants to cross somewhere else, like in Texas? What What is the plan? We are not finishing a wall. We are cleaning up the mess that the prior administration made. We are trying to save lives. This is what is this is what the prior administration left behind that we are now cleaning up. By finishing the wall, is this? We are not finishing the wall. By filling in, finishing? We are not finishing the wall. By filling in. Uh, is, this, is this racist? Because in 2019, when the former guy was proposing a wall, you said uh, that it was his racist wall. So how is this any different? I'm just having a hard time understanding how this is any different. I'm not even sure how you get to your first question, to this question that you just asked me. I will say this. A border wall, I'm, I'm, I'm answering your question. A border wall is ineffective use of taxpayer dollars. So it's ineffective of taxpayer dollars, dollars that actually went to the military that the last administration, the prior president, took from the military, which took away from schools, which took away from military bases. That's what that money that he pulled away from uh, to build uh, this wall that he wanted that is ineffective, by the way, which I just said, uh, just recently. See so, uh, yeah. What? So I'm I'm sorry I made you just listen to that whole thing, but I really needed you to listen to all of it. It never got any better. It never once got any better. See, the reality is, is that there is no way to defend. There's no way to defend that that statement because Joe Biden said that there would be no new foot of wall built. Not just no new foot. No foot of wall would be built. None. And here they are building hundreds of feet of wall. And they they seem to be struggling to define that. It's like, we're not finishing the wall. Okay, that wasn't ever your def your uh, argument. Your your whole thing was that you weren't going to start the wall. And yet here you are not 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 just starting but actually finishing a whole section of the wall. But they keep telling me but we're not start we're not finishing the wall. It's like well what do you call it when a section of wall is not finished and when you get done it will be. What do you call that? Because I call that finishing the wall. That's what I call that. And 
again, here we go with redefining words to make make yourself look better. Sorry. The word finish means finish. Means to be done with, to have completed the project. Now, is there more border wall you could build? Yeah, sure. But here's the thing. Again, we're not even, the argument was never, ever that you were, that Trump's, Biden did not say, I will not ever finish the border wall under my administration. That's, that's not what he ever said. He said, I will not make one foot of border wall. Now, her best defense would have just been to say, look, the man's senile. He probably didn't know what he was saying when he said it the first time. So let's just move on. I mean, they literally have a built-in excuse for why they can change any policy they have. The man's nuts. He is not well at all. And yet here we sit with him as president. It's, it's a sad state, if you ask me. A very, very sad state of affairs. And I, I do find it somewhat humorous that the party who said that the border wall was absolutely racist, and you will not gaslight me. I know that the Democrats, including Corinne Jean-Pierre, the current administration's mouthpiece, she herself said it was racist to build a border wall. That is what she said. That's what I, I thought it was, it was. It was pretty ballsy of uh, Ducey to ask that. So is this racist? She's like, I don't even know how you got to that question because you made the statement. That's how he got to that. You made the statement that building the wall was racist. And here you are building the wall. Hence, you're racist. That's, that's, that's the transitive properties rule here, right? If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C, right? So if A, you said building the wall was racist, and C, or, uh, uh, and B, you're building the wall, then C you're racist. That's, that's how that works, guys. That's, that's the logical steps here. Now, I'm not saying that building a wall is racist. I don't think it is. But that's what they said. They said that the wall was racist. So by their own definition, they're racist. I, I don't make the rules. I just follow the logic, and that is what your logic has said. Now, if you didn't change logic and change the definition of words every five minutes, we might all come to a complete understanding of what the heck we're talking about. But that does not seem to be the case of what you want to do. So, I, I don't really know what else to say about this. This is such a flabbergasting event. It makes no sense whatsoever. And yet, here we are with the spokesperson for the current president of the United States making an absolute fool of herself in front of everybody and everybody knows it except her. Now for the final piece that I want to cover today, 
Florida made a huge announcement today. And again, I'm recording on Thursday night. You'll, you'll get it by tomorrow. But Florida announced today that they are removing the now former but current prosecutor for Tampa Bay, Florida, or Tampa, Florida. Now, here's, here's the, the thing, guys. Do, do you know why he was removed? He was removed by Governor DeSantis for the stated reason of being that he had put himself above the law by promising not to enforce laws. So what he was doing is he was saying, I don't like that law. I don't like this law. I don't like that law. I'm just not going to prosecute for those laws. Do what you want. That's not the prosecutor's job. That's the legislature's job is to determine the laws. And you, as a prosecutor, do not get to determine whether a law is right or wrong. That's not how our judicial system works. So I do believe that absolutely he, absolutely, in my opinion, Ron DeSantis did the right thing here. So what what pushed Ron DeSantis to make this decision? Well, what happened is apparently um, one of the things that Warren had done was say that, you know, if you don't have a license to drive and you're driving, there's, no, there's not going to be any prosecution of that. Nobody's getting in trouble for that. We're not worried about that. Nobody really looked at it. I mean, they thought it was wrong, but it wasn't. It caused other issues for sure, but it's not a huge. They didn't. It wasn't a big enough deal to pull this card out at at that time. But then he went on to say, so what I'm what he's going to do now, once he had tested those waters, I guess, and decided that, yeah, he could do it. He decided that anyone who gets an abortion or performs an abortion under the new state law will not be prosecuted by him at all, no matter when they get the abortion, period. Again, whether you like the law or not, that's when you elect the legislature to change that law. You have that ability. That's what's coming up this year. That's what you should vote for. The prosecutor doesn't get that right. DeSantis says that the only person with the veto power in the, co- in the government is the governor, not the prosecutor. If governor, the governor or if the prosecutor wanted to veto the bill that passed in the law, he should have become governor, not prosecutor. He also said that he would not prosecute anyone trying to give uh gender reassignment surgeries to kids, even though that is now illegal in the state of Florida. Again, anyone who is fighting to permanently maim children should be prosecuted. And anyone who's trying not to prosecute them should be treated the same, should absolutely be prosecuted as well. So, he was removed from office for basically dereliction of duty. He had broken his oath. He was not performing his duties as he had as he had sworn he would do. And so, according to the Constitution, the governor of Florida has the ability to remove people, to suspend them 
uh, effective immediately in this case for not for not upholding their uh, oath. You can do this to uh, a sheriff. If there's an issue, things like that. Um, you can do that to these prosecutors. That's that's what they what's what he's done. And in this case, I think that he was absolutely right. I'm not saying that it's going to fix all the issues. Hopefully, it will help. But it does send a message that hey, you don't get to grandstand as the chief law enforcement officer of your city. You don't get to do that. You are a law enforcement officer, not a law writing officer. That's not that's not the words we use because it's not what that is. You are you are tasked with enforcing the rule of law. If you want the rule of law to change, so be it. Change it. But you do not get to write the law yourself. And I think this was a good I think it was a good decision. I think this needs to happen in many, many more states and cities. I think it is time for the people to start pushing back on this insanity, on these public uh, uh, defense or these public attorneys that are paid by the states, paid by the taxpayer. Uh, who are decided that they're just going to usurp authority and rewrite the law as they see fit. I, there's, there's no place for that. There's no place for that in our republic. It, it, that, that ruins the freedoms that we have. We have the right to equal equal rights under the law. And when you pro- selectively prosecute laws you are no longer equally protected he was he should have been removed based on the fact that he absolutely violated everyone's constitutional right to equal protection under the law and he failed to do that there's many many other prosecutors many officers many uh detectives who should be treated likewise We'll see if that happens or not, but man, I wish it would because I am tired of the sleazebag tactics. I'm tired of the um, just horrid, horrid treatment of different people based on which political party they align with. I'm, I'm tired of it. Whenever... The Republicans take power again. I'm sure that they will do nothing as they have always done. And that whatever, that's what you've come to expect of them. But what I want to take place is not revenge. I do not want headhunting. But what I do want is proper enforcement of the law, no matter who gets caught in that prosecution. I'm tired of people in power getting protected by those who are in power. I'm tired of it. We as Americans do not serve our government. They serve us. It's time they figured that out. It's time that they understood that they are our public servants, not our public rulers. And they have not figured that out in quite some time. And it's time for them to remember that. And I think Ron DeSantis has taken a good step here in reminding these people that no, you answer 
to the people. And when you stop enforcing the law equally, you need to be removed, period. Now, guys, that is the show that I have for you today. I know it was a little bit rambling and a little bit different, but you'll have to just put that up to the fog of illness. I know I'll be better soon, and we'll be back to our normal schedule. It will be going from there. But, guys, I thank you so much for coming back, for listening to this show again. It really does mean a lot to me whenever you come and you give of your time to listen to this show. I know you don't get to complete it all the time and sometimes you just hear parts of it sometimes you get you know you're on a long drive and you do get to finish it and I, it doesn't matter i'm so thankful for every single play for every single listen it really does mean a lot to me but that's the end of this show so let's meet back next time with more zach's fact shack i'm your host zach we'll talk to you later <laughs>